Hi, this is Jen Landis, and today we are going to be talking to Grace. Grace is a junior in high school. Um, we are still in our COVID lovely period, so we're talking over Zoom about how it is to finish up school online, um, trips that she's done, and and much more. So thanks for tuning in. Here we go. Hi, Grace. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. Thank you so much for asking. How have you been during this COVID-19 craziness? <laughs> there, there's been ups and downs for sure. There's days when I don't want to do anything, but I don't know. I'm kind of trying to find the silver linings because I know I have it better than some people. And so I want to like make the most of this time and like use my downtime well. That's good. How old are you right now? What grade are you in? Um, I'm 17 and I'm a junior in high school. How does it feel not completing your junior year in high school and having to do it online? Really strange. It's really strange. I'm happy that I'm not a senior because that's just a lot of sentimental moments and like milestones that I'd be missing out on, but it still is not fun <laughs> like missing out on seeing the people that I care about and like doing all those things especially like end of the year things so what's it like doing your homework online um it's like it's really weird having to be self-taught because I am a very like interactive learner I and so it's kind of hard to not have like people in a classroom to bounce things off of or like confirm my understanding with but yeah it's been a learning curve but it's okay it's a weird time so how do you keep yourself positive when you're looking for those silver linings what do you do or do you have any tips that you can give us I think the thing that's helped me the most is staying active and so I've been like doing yoga and going on walks and like getting outside and that has definitely helped my mental state. Yeah. I follow yeah. you and your mom on Instagram, and I see a lot of headstands. Yeah. <laughs> We've been doing a lot of headstands. <laughs> is that something that you have done before, or is that a new thing? I had done it, like, once before in a yoga class, but I never really, like, knew what I was doing. And so I was like, I'll get better at this. this <laughs> I'll take this time to get better at this what other yeah. things are you doing that you wouldn't normally have done during this time so I really like art and like I'm not great at it but I just enjoy it and it like helps me get my thoughts together but I felt like when I was in school every day especially with swim because I would be like at school early and like at school late so I was there for like 10 hours a day I had like huge creative blocks and also like not any energy to like put towards things for myself and so it's really nice that I like have time and like space <laughs> mental space to like create things. What kind of things have you been creating? Paintings or drawings? Yeah paintings and drawings and I've also like gotten back into playing my guitar which is rough <laughs> but <laughs> cool yeah 
So there is a, a girl that I was talking to who also loves to, to paint and draw and be an artist, but she just doesn't want to start because she thinks she's bad at it. Mm. What advice would you give her from your shoes, kind of feeling the same way, but getting through it anyway, or trying mm -hmm. anyway? Um, I think a lot of people get stuck up, or like not stuck up, but like stuck thinking that the first draft has to be the final product and that's just not how it works <laughs> or they think that it has to be like never been done before like something totally original and like unique and like new and perfect but I don't know I think when I make art at least I just think about how I'm feeling and like I want to portray that visually and so you have to strip away what your expectations are and then just go based off how you're feeling yeah when I paint or draw I usually do like a little bit of a like meditation beforehand and just like ask my creative angels to like come and inspire me and I just like put myself in front of my painting or work and it's almost turns into a meditation the inspiration just starts coming once you get physically into a place where you're ready to draw or paint. Mm -hmm. So it's fun to I kind of try that. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. You were doing swimming. Obviously that's on hold probably, right? Mm -hmm. You were at school for 10 hours a day because of like all the practices. Yeah. What would yeah, a typical so, day look like? So I would get up at like five and just like basically go to school in my pajamas <laughs> and then go swim and like get in a cold pool at like 6 a.m <laughs> and then get ready at school and then like have my school day and then after school go swim for another like two hours two or three hours and then go eat and do homework and go to bed and then wake up and do it again <laughs> so, <laughs> so you're kind of crazy do you miss it though right now oh, or are you enjoying the break I miss it I at first it was like okay I'm <laughs> done with that but I don't know I really miss my teammates and I miss my coaches and I miss like having consistency in my days and I'm like trying to do that as much as I can but I don't know so yeah. what what stroke do you swim so I am a distance swimmer. I do the uh, 500 free. That's my thing. How many laps is that? Um, 20 laps <laughs> back and forth. So like one, two, like, yeah. And so how long does that take you? Um, like, a, like if you weren't in a race, like if you were just practicing, just like. Like a little under seven minutes. Oh, for that long? Yeah. Okay, I was thinking it was be like hours. <laughs> That's how little <laughs> I know about swimming. <laughs> it would um, take me hours, maybe. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of crazy. <laughs> like, not a lot of people, are, like, want to do that. I don't know. It's what got you into wanting to do that? It's very, like, peaceful for me. My favorite practices are the ones where we just like swim continuously for like a long time. 
What do you think of when you're swimming for that long and underwater and just there by yourself? It's like, it's very therapeutic. I definitely, it helps me like come to terms with my emotions and like get them out. Yeah, I can imagine. You got to kind of earn your own little bubble and your own little space and, you know, your body is moving and exercising and your mind is clearing itself out, so to speak. Mm Mm-hmm. It's yeah, like, for sure. it's like journaling or, or art even, you know, yeah. another, another exercise for your mind. What are other activities that you are into besides swimming and yoga and art? Do you belong to any organizations? I am the PR for my school's feminist program or like feminist club. And so I, yeah, I'm a pretty big activist. So that's kind of what takes up the rest of my time. What do you do in that role for that club? I communicate with other clubs and like or help organize events and do like social media and like social presence and stuff for the club. What's so, the name of the of your Instagram handle? Feminist for Change LHS. I'll send it to you. Okay, cool. <laughs> yeah, cool. I'd love to follow it. What are you currently working on with the group? Um, so it's kind of funky because um, of everything that's going on, but we had been working towards planning the, or like we were going to be one of the hosts for the Women's March, mm-hmm. but that didn't really happen. <laughs> but we do a lot of tampon drives and bra drives, and we work with other clubs just to like, promote awareness for different issues. Something that our club is really adamant about is being all-encompassing in feminism and not like exclusive towards LGBT people or like people of color or like any, like anyone can be a feminist. So that's something that we focus on a lot. Are there, are there any males in the group? Yeah. That's cool. You also like to travel quite a bit. I was going through your yeah. Instagram account and there's lots of hikes and waterfalls and stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do you travel quite a bit or have you traveled quite a bit? Um, I have traveled quite a bit the past two years. It's been kind of crazy. Where's like the coolest place you've been? Ooh, probably Italy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Italy was like beautiful. And do you go with school or your family? Um, I went, that trip was with school. Yeah. Luckily before all the COVID stuff hit. Yeah. That was last summer. Last summer. When you do travel, are you kind of a go out and walk around or see art museums or all the above? Um, I think, yeah, all of the above. It's a balance. Something that I like to do is, like, get to know the place and, like, the culture. Because everywhere you go has a different norm and, like, culture about it. And it's really interesting to just, like, submerge yourself in that. Even if it's, like, California. Like, it's totally different from Nebraska, you know? Do you have an experience or um, a learning that you've brought back from a trip that has influenced you still today? I have gone to Guatemala twice on service trips and like with 
my church group, but um, we basically just go to like build houses and like help the people there. We don't really do like the like push Christianity or anything like that. Something that I've learned from that is just, it's definitely helped me be less materialistic in a way, like learn to like be happy with what I have and like be thankful for the people around me and not just like what they can do for me, but just them as people. And that's, yeah, that's been big. And also language barriers and like that that doesn't matter. <laughs> like we're all people, you know, that's, yeah. That's cool. Did you meet anyone your age or some of the kids down there while you were there? Um, most of the kids that we met were like younger, like elementary school age, but yeah. And so what are they going through right now? Like, um, what's the overall vibe and, and what, what kind of needs do they have? Um, so it's basically just that, okay, their government is like kind of funky right now. It's like not the best. And so what they're struggling with is, I don't want to say something that's like incorrect because I haven't like been updated on like information, but um, like last time I was there, the issue was like an unjust government. And so, yeah. And just a lot of poverty. You know, you talked a little bit about, you know, a little bit of insecurity or self-doubt when you do your art. Like in general, when you have self-doubt or some insecurities, I'd love to hear what you mentally say to yourself to kind of give yourself that push to try new things and to um, maybe do something that doesn't feel as comfortable to you as you would hope it would. I just think to myself about everything that I've already overcome and like how big of a boulder that seemed to be at the time and like that now it's like nothing and that or like even the times that I have failed and that it's like ended up being fine <laughs> like that is a good reminder that like I'll overcome and it'll be okay oh that's great I love that and then the podcast name is Girl Brave. So I've always loved to ask all my friends that I interview on this podcast, what's your definition of being brave? And do you think you are brave? My definition of being brave is doing what feels right for you and doing and being true to yourself, even when that's not what everyone else is doing or saying. And I don't think it's necessarily like, being like going out and like being like this doing like big things it's just doing what feels best for you because it's hard to stay true to yourself when there's people telling you that that's not right and so that is what I would define brave as do you think and I think I'm brave <laughs> I think you're brave too. That's cool. Do you think that people, those voices that are people telling you what they think you should do, do you feel like that's what you're thinking that they're thinking? Or is it mostly like 
peers, like your friends, or do you feel like it's mostly adults that are giving that vibe? Um, I think it can be anyone, but it only really matters if you let it, <laughs> like if you internalize that. And if, if you don't let those voices be loud, then they won't be loud. Mm -hmm. Have you found a way to just quiet those voices, like to just ignore it? I mean, it's easy um, to say to do. Sometimes it's hard to like stop thinking about it. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's easier said than done. But I think just like, I've had to prove to myself that like what I think matters, <laughs> like, and it takes experience and it takes coming to terms with those fears and those thoughts. And just as long as you're like actively aware of yourself and how you're feeling, then it'll come. It does take time. It takes time. It takes practice. Like you said, mm -hmm. I think being vocal and saying for me, um, the way I, I still deal with that, you know, I think for me and what I try to do more of is just say exactly what I think, even if it's different from what I know that the other person I'm talking to thinks, because I feel like I, I've always wanted to be an agreeable person and, and you yeah. know, have everyone like me the way, the way they think I should be. And so mm -hmm. um, being able to just speak up more and say out loud that I disagree or I think something else helps. Me. Yeah, for sure. Well, gosh, yeah. I totally appreciated talking to you today. Aww. I hope you, you get back to your pool at some point soon. And do you have any trips on the horizon for next year? Um, I think I'm going to Calgary this summer, but I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> well, I wish you luck and send me the link to that Instagram page. I will. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. Well, thanks for listening today on the Girl Brave podcast. I would love it if you would subscribe and give a five-star review to help up our rankings in the search engines. And there's plenty more podcasts that you can listen to. You can find them all at pincurlgirls.com, P-I-N-C-U-R-L-G-I-R-L-S. Thanks so much for listening. Have a great day.